Welcome to Rail Pass. I'm your host, Sarah Hardy, Division Manager of Visitor Experience with the Southern California Railway Museum, located in Paris, California. Join me as we learn more about the Railway Museum and meet the people who volunteer, work, play, partner, and engage with our museum. All aboard for our next great adventure. Today we're going to explore Tales from the Rails, a YouTube series about the Southern California Railway Museum. To give us an understanding of this series, I have brought two of the key volunteers, uh, John Cunningham and Brian Watts. So <laughs> thank you both for being here and taking time out to talk with me. Before we get started, can you give our listeners a brief introduction as to who you are? Um, I'm Brian M. Watts. I'm the videographer of the Southern California Railway Museum. Uh, I've been a videographer for about 10 years of my life. Uh, I'm a father of two, and I'm a friend of John Cunningham's. That sounds like a liability. That is. <laughs> and I'm John Cunningham. I'm an operations volunteer here at the Southern California Railway Museum. I, my specialty is all the electric collection, the trolleys from the early 1900s. I'm an instructor, and I also do odd jobs out here as well. I'm just a volunteer. Before we delve into the YouTube series, can you each talk about how you started volunteering at the Southern California Railway Museum? Um, I came to the museum to make the videos, okay. actually. Uh, I've been coming here since my parents moved here when I was in third grade, so it's not too far of a stretch for me to be hanging out at the museum. <laughs> uh, I didn't actually become a volunteer until I became, came here to do the videos, and now me, my family has a membership, my mom has one, and oh my, there's been so many that just come along because of it. Um, yeah, there's just so much fascinating history here. Like not only, not only with the rolling stock, that left aside, just the people. There's like, there's like a true Walt Disney story here. If you look at it, you talk to Ray Balish and all the founding members. And I mean, some people's parents told them they were crazy for coming here and doing this. And there's people in my family told me I was crazy for becoming a videographer, you know, and here <laughs> I am filming the crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so you came here with the intent to document this that, museum. Yes, that's correct. Wow. That's pretty cool. How did your volunteer journey start? Well, I was interested in the local history. Um, I was always wondering what was up with all these abandoned rail lines all over Orange County. So I jumped in, I did a little bit of research, and I found out about the uh, transportation system we had in Southern California. I found out about the Pacific Electric Railway in particular. And my girlfriend and I started going on these little trips to go see any of the remnants of the Pacific Electric. And then I found out through a museum in Seal Beach that this place existed here and that they actually had these streetcars that I've been looking at all the images of and they actually ran. So I had to come out here and check yeah. it out. And then it was, um, it was during behind the scenes event. Oh, okay. And there was a, one of the operators uh, made a plea for help in operations. So I thought, Hey, this sounds interesting. I love these cars and I want to be part of this thing. And yeah. You know, how cool would it be how, to drive one? That's how I got it. Yeah, I do a lot more, I do a lot more <laughs> yeah, than that now. It's super cool. Yeah. <laughs> and so how did you two meet? Well, we were just, I was setting up my camera and John came up and said, hey, what's that? <laughs> and bingo, we've been friends ever since. And, you know, and I had the idea that I, I wanted to start documenting this stuff. I wanted to make some video series. I wanted to increase content for the museum because, uh, you know, the more videos you have, the more people are going to know about it. So. so how did the YouTube channel start? Okay, well, that's... Um, we started on Facebook first, and then uh, the platform was degrading the video quality so much that we started 
posting to YouTube and then putting the URL to Facebook so you can see with clarity because there's so much like details in, in, in a lot of this rolling stock that doesn't come across if you lose the quality of the videos. And then from there, we just said, well, let's make an Instagram. Let's do this. And then we started a video committee with Chuck Painter, who was just in here. He yeah. was actually his idea. <laughs> he was the one that told us, start a committee. And now it's me and John and Ray and Danny. And that's and we all help in our own special way. You know, John hosts, but he also is a treasure trove of information. Mm -hmm. Like I don't know much about, I didn't know much about the history of it when I came here. It was just the train place I came when I was a kid. Yeah. And I've learned so much from so many people. There's so much more to do here than railroading. Mm -hmm. You don't have to build tracks. You don't have to even want to drive trains. There's stuff here for carpenters to do. There's stuff here for mason, masonries, machinists yeah. to do everything. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's, it's a magical place and the connectivity you can have here and the friendships you can build too are oh, yeah. absolutely amazing. Yeah. It's a really, it's a very multifaceted working operating museum correct so yeah. we set out knowing that there were over almost 250 pieces of equipment yeah and each one of those pieces of equipment has a story yes. over its lifetime how it got here um and we're going to be telling at least 250 stories if not more than that talking about the people how did the name come about tales from the rails uh i started filming actually before i went to film school at knott's berry farm and my family started a YouTube channel called Knott's Berry Tales. Mm. And we used to talk about the history of Knott's. And then we started one about Universal Studios called Trail Tales from the Tram Tour. Then uh, there was another one. And I came along here. And it just made sense to keep the brand the same. Tales from the Rails. But also there was a gentleman named Smathlack that was here before. And he had a show called Behind the Rails. Okay. So it's almost like a play of the thing I was already doing plus what I've already watched on YouTube, which was mm -hmm. his stuff that brought me here in the first place. I'm like, yeah, this needs a update. Basically, yeah. you know what the, the original videos are great. They're full of information, but technology has improved. We need better sound. We need better video quality. So can you find those you can... originals on YouTube? Or yes, where... you can. Yeah. You can search for behind the rails, behind the rails. At, uh, orange empire railway museum. Okay. If so... you search Southern California railway museum, nothing will come up. Okay. So before the name changed. Yes, they're old school. Can you talk to me about the first video that you made? Well, the first video we made was on the day that Brian and I met each other. It was the uh, Pacific Electric number 332 video. Yep. Okay. It's, Brian got his camera set up and I said, hey, let's go film some stuff. So we went up and we went into barn two and I just kind of did the spiel that I would do on the loop for the 332. And then Brian, he filmed that and then he got images of all the things that I talked about, like the old Pueblo trolley system in Tucson. The date on the the K controller. Or oh, yeah. The date, yeah, the date, on the, the date that's on, your birthday yeah, my or birthday, something. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and so, yeah, we just went back. And then and he just stuck all everything that I made reference to. He just stuck pictures in there and, and cut it in with the, the video that we shot. And, that was and so that was the first that video. Was the first one, for... yeah. Wow. It was, it was a sample and then it just went. And then we just kept going. And every single video changes us in some kind of way. Either we'll film something in some kind of way or we'll find out new information about something that we'll have to go back and revisit. So the original idea of making 250 videos and stopping has long gone. Yeah. Like, there's no way. It's there's gonna, thousands. It's going to be going on and on and on. <laughs> like, yeah, because yeah, there's much more than just mm -hmm. the, the like you said. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's beyond me and John, too. I mean, uh, Bill just showed up. He knows nothing about video or audio or anything like that. He's an ex-Marine, retired now. 
And he was, he made a screen, a sunscreen for us in barn two, because I forgot mine at home and I described to him what it was. And he comes out with this stick with a screen. He's holding it up so we could film the newest episode and John wouldn't be whited out by the sun, but we could also see the locomotive behind him, which he was talking about. Oh, nice. So, you know, just simple things like that. You don't have to really know anything to volunteer here. Like we'll teach you. Like, really, you want to come do videos? Come (laughs) do it with us. We're always looking for ideas on videos. Yeah. we may run out of ideas on our own, so we're 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 making an appeal to people to right give us some ideas and we'll shoot we'll shoot it, you know. So I I hear that you know it's grown past the idea of just highlighting the rolling stock. In what other ways has the like the tales from the rails grown since you guys started? So uh, we just filmed a sample of. I don't know what we're really going to call it. I'm going with museum news. Other yeah, well, people have called it other news things. for now. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, but basically it's updates of the projects that people are working on around here. They are some of the stuff. Like, I mean, Jim did one for the machine shop. Really, mm-hmm. We talked about the Emma Nevada, but what he was talking about didn't have anything to do with railroading. It had to do with machining. Yeah. And then we did, we went and talked about the Emma Nevada and we cut it all together like a 15 minute news segment, but there's not really like a news anchor. So we're not, we don't have like an anchor man of sorts. It's just, uh, like a sound card that comes in and shows you, we're going to go talk about the Emma Nevada. And then John's talking with somebody about the Emma Nevada, same story. Then we cut B roll and we filmed them working on it or whatever they're doing. So you can actually see and visualize the way that these machines work. And, and that's a really people. great way to share what's going on yes. with people. Cause it is a very visually, it is a very visual museum, the restoration that takes place. So it's a really cool component that you're able to like document and share. Cause I know we have members that exist way outside of the range to like come visit in person. Right. We have well, and I know the Gazette does so well, but the Gazette only really goes so far. Cause like, it's just words, mm-hmm. you know, and, and images, which mm-hmm. are stagnant. And not only that, to be able to show not, I mean like Jim in the machine shop. I mean, that's amazing what Jim has done with the machine shop, but it's not just Jim. Mm-hmm. He's brought like eight or nine other people with him. And to be able to show those people working on the machinery while we're showing news updates, at least mm-hmm. then we're trying to include everybody as a whole. You yeah, know, but it's video. Yeah, everybody's invited, you know. Yeah. So how do you guys come up with your content? Uh, someone will come up with an idea, whether it's John or Ray, myself or Danny. Now Bill comes now Bill, up with his own right. ideas and spits them out there. Somebody will take it on. Usually uh, it's going to be Ray, myself or John will write the first rough script, which is basically just an outline of what we think we want to do. And it'll fall into the hands of somebody else. So if John writes it, either myself or Ray are going to add to it. And then the other person's going to. And then the committee gets together. We talk about it. And that's where Danny Giles comes in. He's so important because he's been here his almost his entire life. Mm-hmm. So he knows all the facts. We, that's why he gets credit in the beginning of our videos as the fact checker. Yeah. Because he does. He watches the video. Goes, oh, nope, that's not right. That's <laughs> not right. And we'll read through the scripts and do everything. And then we'll film it. And even some of the stuff got through in the filming. And he checks it again. And then we go back and do rewrites but yeah the ideas come from the whole table you know it's like king arthur in the triangle table right or whatever something, something weird something like that weird shapes, yeah <laughs> what's been the favorite thing that you filmed since uh since starting oh so many things uh i think that well i like the tower car you like that one I li- well i like the intro for the tower car i mean that's yeah that's, what's some of your best work i think uh Probably the running gear of the blimp was one of my favorite things to film. Okay. Because I put my, I had to hang my camera upside down on its gimbal mount and then hang 
kind of out the side of the train with the door open while we went <laughs> down. And Rod Fishburn, who's in charge of the collection, is operating. And we, we did the whole thing under speed. And there were so many people watching in case there was an incident. But it was just that, that kind of thing, doing that stuff, is a one-off. You'll never get to do that again. And mm -hmm. so many of these things that I get to do around here are like that. It's like like helping to to fix. There was an incident here where a, a rope broke on one of our trolley poles. And I got to help just bring it down. It didn't damage anything. It was just an old rope. So we retied it and stuff. And just doing, being able to step outside of the videography thing and not be like, oh, I'm just the videographer. No, man, I help spray weeds. Yep. I ride the lawnmower with John. John <laughs> cuts more of the weeds and sprays more of the weeds around here because that's how I started when I showed up that, hey, if we're going to film it, it has to look nice. And mm -hmm. if it's going to look nice, I'm going to bring a weed whacker and cut down this little portion. And then I did that. Next thing you know, someone went, oh, you're not going to cut anymore. And <laughs> yeah, now we're trapped in it. So we're the video uh, weed guys yeah. over here cutting <laughs> the weeds, filming the video. the street cars. Yeah. Yep. Is there a project that you're really looking forward to doing or something like maybe like a, a big dream that maybe you don't know how to make a reality yet that you'd like to film? Oh, I can't wait to film any piece of our rolling stock going into the pocket station in Paris. I, that is exciting to me. That is something that I've waited for since I was a kid when they announced that the railway museum was getting that pocket station and it's never been hooked up. Mm -hmm. it, it's Metrolink is so busy with the amount of work they've undertaken with this expansion that it's not high on a priority list to connect a museum to the main line. Yeah. You know? So, But when that happens, yeah, I want to film the Metrolink crews come out here. I want to film our crews. I hope our steam engine truly is ready by that time and we can that's what gets to go first but if not man what would you like to see go on the pocket station for 717 maybe a red car the blimp probably a red car for sure right a red car that would be nice i mean that's some stuff i'd love to film do you have anything that stands out as being like the most challenging that you've done so far i wouldn't say that it's really challenging there is just far too many sound and weather anomalies out here so when it's really hot, we'll get bad wind. Like we get, we'll get like dust devils coming off the yeah, back of you know, the barn. Yeah, doing voiceovers in yep. the barns. You know, we'll have a plane fly over, and then the next thing you know, you hear a semi coming down A Street. Yeah, the wind is, the wind is smacking the, is blowing the uh, panels along off the sides of the building, and it's slamming into the, and that, slamming back and making noise. And now that I mean that program ended after we. I mean, months and months of negotiation and talking, we got a 110-year-old streetcar here that we've converted into a soundstage oh, and an editing office. Nice. So now when a plane flies over, you can't hear it. Yeah. It's, it's completely silent in there. And John's doing his green screen work, and then we go back and film the backgrounds, and all of the weather and sound anomalies have almost gone away. That has been what was the most difficult, was getting rid of that because the time spent fixing fixing sound or getting rid of the sound of the airplane or even just having to come back and redo it because it can't mm -hmm. be fixed. That was very hard overcoming. That, yeah. You know, but other than that, I mean, people helping, man, there's been no lack of people helping. That's for certain. Yeah, that's for sure. So what is it that keeps you dedicated to this museum? Keeps you wanting to film content? Uh, I rode bikes here when I was a little kid down the wash. And, uh, when, Back when Walter used to be alive, he was saving the red car, and they were still working on it. And he used to let us climb up in there. He'd say, you kids want to ring the bells on the trains? And I still remember that, and that's what brought me back. Mm -hmm. And when I you know. see people doing that today, especially John. John really takes the kids under and lets them do stuff that, you know, you want to blow the whistle, you want to ring the bell. And I just want to let as many yeah. people know about this place as possible. Mm -hmm. I want to see it grow. I don't want to see it go away because it's a place where, you know, I belong. Right. You know, that's 
I enjoy coming out here. I enjoy, you know, everything that I do out here from operating to painting to clearing of the weeds, helping out with the special operations, the special events, everything. Yeah. And it's uh, very nice to be a part of a place where uh, when something happens, everybody knows what to do. They don't have to be told. Um, like, no, if the, like if the power true. goes out or something, there's you, you'll see like two or three people will split in different directions to go see what happened. And it's because they know they don't have to be told. They don't have to be called to do this. And, do, and they're all volunteers. Mm -hmm. They're not. There's not a one guy goes off to get the forklift and yeah. the other guy goes off. And, yeah. yeah. And Kate, I mean, get yeah, some chains and gets it, you know, gets the backhoe. Right. Yeah. Just, and, you know, everybody knows what to do. And then the power goes on and it was all for nothing. <laughs> that's, that's what, you know, but that's what it is. The fun of the museum. You know, I've dedicated my Wednesdays to coming out here. That's pretty much when I come out and do my thing on Saturdays. I come out sometimes for these events. But other than that, I mean, the main deal of making the videos here is capturing the footage and having people comfortable enough to allow us to capture the footage because, if someone's not comfortable, it, it comes across. Mm -hmm. It comes across right away as this is like an intrusion and, and, and the video is not, not nice. That, and I mean, that hasn't happened here. I've had that happen in my career, you know, but I've never had that happen here where I've had someone completely not be able to do videos because mm -hmm. they didn't, I don't know, like the way it was going. I've had more people come up to us and actually ask to make videos. We have a, a video we're supposed to film soon for 144 that we have had nothing to do with me or John whatsoever. It was one Very of our, little, yeah. one of our volunteers. He wrote the entire script. He worked with Ray Castile, who's our head writer and they went through and worked everything out. I mean, they sent some stuff to us, but we didn't, we didn't copy any of it or, or I mean, correct or add to it. It was, it's too good. <laughs> you know, we couldn't overcome it. Where do you hope to see the video series in the next five years? I hope to see multiple people making videos, not just myself and John. I, I, I would, I'd like to see a partnership with MSJC up the street. They have their whole, uh, MSJC has their entire video program where they teach green screen and they teach to film outside. That's where I did most of my school for videography. And I'd like to see us team up with something like that that would be noble for the community. Very near us. It, it, this would benefit them. It would benefit us. And I don't want to be not that I don't want to be the only person making videos, you know, because no, I love it. We don't I want love that. It. No. You know, like, no. but I'd like to be the person that was in charge of three other people. And we all had a plan and mm -hmm. hey, me and John shoot the intros, but we need you to go shoot this part. And we need you to go do that and really build a team here and have a studio. So have, if if any of our listeners are interested in getting involved, what's the best way to to do that? Uh, you could email me at, uh, Brian Watts video. That's Brian with a Y at gmail.com. Or you can email me at Brian at coop studio dot us or come down to the or museum on a just, Wednesday you know, get a, or get a hold of us on the Facebook page. I answer the uh, messages. Okay. You can always, and, and worst and case scenario, if you only have a telephone, call the bookstore and leave a message. I'm here, where John's here, find we'll get us. back to you. Somebody will find us and get us the message, we'll get back to you. Is there anything else you guys want to say about Tales from the Rails? Um, yeah, like, Please share, subscribe. subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> Spread the word. Yeah, we've We're got trying. about 130, yeah. right now, 130 subscribers right now. We're shooting for, you know, yeah, a million. Yeah. Share your comments. Uh, if you if something you want to get filmed, one of the videos comes across, share that in the comments. Most likely we're going to film it. We will figure out, figure out a way to do it. But, I mean, it takes 
six to eight weeks to create a video. That's really from from planning to finished video. That's about our, our leeway. Now, Tales from the Rails is hard to find on YouTube because there's a couple of other outfits that have taken the name. Mm-hmm. But we're the only ones that are YouTube.com forward slash Tales from the Rails. Okay. I mean, it is really great content. It's really nice to have that available and for it to live digitally. I It's a really great way to preserve the history. And you guys do a really good job of not just talking about the cars, but the story behind the cars and even um, interviewing. You have an episode on like the start of the museum. So talking to member number one. Mm-hmm. I mean, all of that is wonderful to just, yeah, keep keep all the stories of the museum yeah. alive. Ray Balish gave us a piece of advice and he was the first person we ever filmed here. And the first thing he said when I pushed record, he said, uh, can you say something so I can check the microphone? And he says, yes. Around here, it's better to beg for forgiveness than to ask for permission. <laughs> so, I mean, I pretty much signed up for that immediately. I was like, oh, this is going to be some strange free-for-all. Yeah, but, but it's but, totally but not. Then there it's were like everybody that... working together, and, and there's a system of rules. There's a board here. There, You know, there's like, this is an organization. This isn't a museum. You know what I mean? Well, like, there were some rules that were created because of us. Yeah. Oh, that's right. <laughs> What rule was that? Well, what we can and cannot film. We're not allowed. I'm. I'm not allowed to film between rails. Um. I. Sh- if there's. If there's any damage to anything here, like as far as that we we purchased something and it came from like the Santa Fe already. Dam- I'm. Where there's like rules in place to not film that kind of stuff unless it's part of an active res- restoration. Mm. Um. I'm not allowed to film under things anymore, yeah. which that was such a strange thing because we. I dug up a bunch of the ballast one time and stuck my super expensive camera between the rails and we let the mainline train just drive over it a couple mm-hmm. of times. Went there, went back, went there. And I edited it together as upcoming events for the museum. So there was these digital signs that hung under the axles and they swung back and forth as the train moved forward. But I don't know. They thought and we some little we kid might lay on the rails with his iPhone thinking that's anything. how I did it. Yeah, we oh. can't drive yeah, over can't anything. can't drive over anything. Oh, yeah. We were going to yeah. try to make a series of videos where we smashed stuff with trains, you know, like ink pins and toothpaste. <laughs> and no, that got shot down right away. We can't run over. Kids, See, constantly making rules about the nonsense yeah. we're trying to do around here. Yeah, don't try this at home, kids. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's fair. I, You do have to be careful. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I could just, if we were running things over with a train, I could just see where that would have went. Cause it goes from, you know, to, from a penny to a quarter, then from a, can we smash this bolt and we got a problem, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> well, I really thank you both for taking the time to talk with me about this YouTube series. And yeah, I really encourage all our listeners to check it out because it's got some really great information about the collection and about the people who volunteer and make this museum possible. So I really appreciate your time. It's our pleasure. Yep. And uh, yeah, check us out on uh, youtube.com backslash Tales from the Rails. Leave us a comment, send us a message. Uh, if you want to get involved, call the museum at minimum. Yeah. All right. Thank you guys. No problem. Thank you for joining me today. As you disembark, make sure to like, subscribe, and comment. And visit SoCalRailway.org to view past episodes, photo, video, and bonus material. And also let us know what you would like to hear, who you'd like to meet, and what we can do for the next Rail Pass episodes.